Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Hello, I'm Petri Hoskin, and if you're listening to this show, then it's safe to say you'll love Hacks and Flax. Hacks and Flax is where you get the inside scoop on how journalist hacks and the flax of government and business work behind the scenes to decide which stories you'll be reading with your morning coffee and perhaps more importantly, how they keep certain headlines off the front pages. I'm assisted by a regular panel of hacks and flax who lift the lid on that special relationship between press and politics. So let hacks and flax blow your mind and change the way you look at news forever. We're going to have a little update on American politics, possibly the only place, certainly in the West, with as vociferous politics, let's put it that way, as Britain and the symmetry between the UK and the US uh, over the course of the last week, with the uh, indictment process going on in Miami and with uh, Trump in Florida, with the federal case there, and of course the more pol- the political process, but nonetheless the uh, extraordinary symmetry with what's happened with the privileges committee and the language of both men, Johnson and Trump, Trump sounding so similar. Let's talk to Simon Marks for a little bit of an update as to what's going on in American politics more generally, LBC's Washington correspondent, uh, of course. Simon, you, like me, must have been so struck by the symmetry of both men and the fact that, okay, it's very different circumstances, very different events and so on, and yet there have been so many echoes between certainly how the two men have handled it. Yes, no question about that. And as you said there, Lewis, particularly in terms of the kind of language that was used. I mean, when I first read that uh, Boris Johnson resignation statement, I mean, it is absolutely, completely redolent of Donald Trump. Many of the same phrases and approaches uh, that you hear time and time again from the former US president. Um, But I think the symmetry is somewhat limited uh, in the sense that uh, there are Americans casting a bit of an envious glance across the Atlantic. Mm. um, And one of of them uh, has written for the New York Times uh, today, uh, which has published a piece saying it is utterly extraordinary for the United States to find itself in a situation where the Republican Party in large measure is still absolutely held in Donald Trump's thrall, while the Conservative Party on the other side of the Atlantic is actually standing up to the man that he once described as Britain Trump, Boris Johnson. Uh, And so certainly uh, New York Times readers today are getting a narrative from uh, one of the paper's correspondents suggesting that there are limits to the symmetry about all of this Mm. and that, in fact, it is absolutely astounding. And it really is. I mean, you have to pinch yourself living here uh, to be in a situation where a former president of the United States becomes the first sitting or former president ever to face federal criminal charges. That means he is being prosecuted for crimes by the very nation that he used to lead 
and yet facing the possibility of decades in jail if he's convicted of those 27, uh, 37 uh, felony counts that he's facing in connection with his alleged mishandling of top secret information and the alleged conspiracy to obstruct the FBI's investigation into them. Despite that, he remains the far and away front runner in the race to win his old job back. The first poll conducted since that federal indictment was handed down last week was published yesterday and it shows that Donald Trump is still 30 points clear of his nearest rival in the race for the Republican presidential nomination, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. I mean, isn't it extraordinary, Simon, that we are facing the prospect that perhaps the best way for Trump to avoid those decades in jail, and even as his own former Attorney General, Bill Barr, said the other the other day, I mean, even if half the stuff that is apparently they have against him is true, then, you know, he's going away for a long time. The best way is to become uh, the Republican nominee and win, because then he could either pardon himself or find a way of stopping the procedure, of stopping what the DOJ, the Department of Justice, is doing. It's absolutely mind-blowing. Yes. I mean, that's absolutely true. And I think there's no question that in, in Donald Trump's mind, we now hear the complete merging of his determination to battle the criminal charges with his determination to win the presidency back. Take a listen to what he said uh, just the other night in Bedminster, New Jersey, hours after uh, that criminal indictment was handed down and he pleaded not guilty uh, through his lawyers in that first court appearance in Miami. They want to take away my freedom because I will never let them take away your freedom. It's very simple. They want to silence me because I will never let them silence you. They want you silenced. And I am the only one that can save this nation because you know they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. And I just happen to be standing in their way and I will never be moving. I mean, it's literally l'état-c'est-moi stuff um, as he continues to insist that he is the victim of a politically motivated uh, prosecution and he directly blames Joe Biden for that, insisting that Joe Biden, who has no evidence to support the view that Joe Biden has, has put a, a thumb on the scale with the Department of Justice, but Trump argues that Joe Biden is simply trying to derail him from securing the Republican Party's presidential nomination because Joe Biden runs the risk of losing to him in 2024. We're going to hear that again and again and again, but it does take the country into absolutely uncharted political waters. And yep. you've got to wonder, I mean, Joe Biden, every time he's asked about Donald Trump, says, I'm not speaking about it. I had nothing to do with it. This is independent action by the Department of Justice. But you do have to wonder whether Joe Biden has any sort of feelings of discomfort yeah. over the fact that the United States, a country that has never been a nation in which one former president has been threatened with jail by the government of his successor, you know, it becomes open season for every president going forward to face the possibility of criminal prosecution. And indeed, Donald Trump said this week, if he wins re-election and returns to office in January of 2025, he is immediately going to begin a criminal probe into the Bidens, whom he continues to describe, uh, again, without any evidence to support the claim, as an organised crime family. Let us and why it makes uh, Louis XIV look like a moderate, I think, all in all, doesn't it? I mean, uh, just very briefly as well, uh, Simon, the news tonight as well of Daniel Ellsberg, who people might remember, they might not, but he was um, the Pentagon paper whistleblower 
um, you know, big, big uh, character within American politics at that time. He's died. Yes, he has. Died at the age of 92. Uh, a big character uh, because, of course, he leaked those Pentagon papers uh, on the Vietnam War. Uh, two major news organizations here uh, in the United States and at the time was accused of uh, being a traitor. He passed away in uh, California after a battle with pancreatic cancer. But he also remained very relevant in the American political debate uh, all the way up until, uh, you, know, you know, quite recently. And you had figures like... Uh, Edward Snowden and Julian Assange, of course, uh, who continues to try and hope that he won't get extradited to the United States, citing Ellsberg's example as reasons uh, for their decision to uh, publish and leak uh, the, the secret information that they put into the public uh, domain. So I think certainly uh, on uh, the left, there's going to be uh, considerable tributes paid uh, to Daniel Ellsberg and a real debate that will be revived. I mean, he was one described as the most dangerous man in America, there will be that ongoing debate about whether he was a traitor or whether actually he was the ultimate patriot by putting into the public domain uh, information about Vietnam that was deeply, deeply damaging to, uh, to the US government. Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent, well, not only Simon Marks, uh, marking our card for us about all things American politics. I mean, you always run out of superlatives, don't you? And we are, I mean, there's so many, so many times we've said, you know, Trump was unprecedented, that, you know, he's pushed the uh, envelope as far as you can. He's taking it to even even newer and and extraordinary levels at this point now and it just feels as if we thought the trump show had come to an end but it is going to reach an almighty climax at some point over the next 12 months in one way or another join us today during the jeep celebration event right now get 20 percent below msrp for an average of 15,178 under msrp on the purchase of a 2023 jeep grand cherokee overland 4xe or summit 4xe not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.